Hey guys, happy Friday. Hope you're doing safe and surviving as well as you can. Um, I've been thinking about how much during quarantine time, yes, we're tested with personal things and how we think about ourselves, but also with our relationships. So if you're with anybody, sometimes, you know, the biggest struggle is um, liking the people that you love, um, learning to communicate properly, um, how to deal with resentments that you're starting to feel. So whether you are or not, I feel like I learned so much from this week's Torah portion, Achimot and Kedoshim, it's a double parsha. But some of the most amazing um, fundamental mitzvahs are in Kedoshim, learning to be holy and what that could mean. And I want to read you um, the sentence and then we'll break it up a little bit because there's so much to learn from and how we um, deal with people in our lives. So you shall not hate your brother in your heart. Rebuke, rebuke your fellow. And I'll continue. You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against any of your people. And you shall love your fellow as yourself. Woo! Some of the biggest stuff right there, okay? And a lot of, like, inner work. That's really intense. So I want to break it up a little bit and get some wisdom um, from our sages that I think are really on point. So firstly, it says something really interesting here. You shouldn't hate your fellow in your heart. So meaning here's a specific mitzvah not to harbor um, animosity inside you, like when you're really pissed at somebody. But then it says right next to it, rebuke, rebuke your fellow, meaning the Rambam has a really practical, interesting take on this. Basically, what it's saying is if you're feeling upset at somebody, don't hold it in. You really actually need to go and communicate with that person. Hey, what happened there? I'm feeling like this because of that. Don't hold it in and remain silent. It's like a literal Torah directive. Don't become passive aggressive. Don't be like, oh, it's doing nice and sweet to somebody and you're literally hating them in your heart. But here's the question. A lot of the time people are totally not ready to take that. So that's why it's really interesting when you delve in from the Hasidic perspective. Firstly, there's beautiful ideas like when really intense, um, it says rebuke twice, rebuke, rebuke your fellow, because the Hasidic masters say the first rebuke is first rebuke yourself first and then go and rebuke other people, meaning first look inside and see if the issue is your own and and look deep inside. And that's where that self-work comes from and then see how you can communicate it. And if you want to ask yourself, how do I not hold that resentment within me? I think some of the answer comes right from the next sentence where it says, don't take revenge and don't bear a grudge. Taking revenge, we know what that means, doing something right back to somebody because they did it to you, which is can be really obnoxious, but sometimes we do it. But bearing a grudge is much more subtle. It's like, oh, I'll you know, be nice to you, even though you were, you know, an idiot before, that is holding a grudge, being nice, even though you're still pissed at that person and holding on to you. So how do you not go there? And I think the insight, firstly, just from a psychological perspective, there's an amazing book, Change Your Thinking, it explains cognitive behavioral therapy developed by Albert Ellis. And one of the amazing things that he shares is that irrational, faulty thinking is any type of thinking that goes against your own happiness and sense of long life. So that's fascinating because what he's saying is that even if you're right, if you're thinking and this, he, he lists um, the woman, Sarah Edelman, who writes, it lists different types of thinking that can really affect us in a negative way, like black and white thinking, awfulizing, personalizing, that, oh, that person was clearly just attacking me, um, generalizing. All of these faulty thinkings actually keep you in pain and suffering and 
the way that you work with it is often by firstly recognizing your faulty thinking and then kind of turning it around. Is it as black and white as I think? Could there be another truth to the situation? Could I perhaps not understand where he's coming from? Maybe, you know, the truth usually lies somewhere in a balance. And that's why I think there's a lot of wisdom to some of the teachings from ethics of our fathers, the wisdom from the sages that we're actually learning in these few weeks, which some of the two that I love is do not judge your fellow until you have stood in his place. And another one, judge every person meritoriously. And there's some just beautiful insights on those where in Tanya, Valtrebe explains, you can never actually be in someone else's place, like their nature, nurture, environment, soul level, everything about them, you can never be in their place. Like we're biopsychosocial beings. We have different genes, different ways we think, different situations. We can never truly understand or judge somebody. And second, sometimes it's their place that's putting it there, which you'll never be in. And always try and think of perhaps a positive intent for that person. And the Rebbe says something so amazing that just thinking perhaps about that positive intent, maybe you're fooling yourself, maybe that person's malicious, but usually people aren't so all terrible. There's usually some kind of positives that they have within them. And even if you just think about it for a moment, it actually gives that person, it actually gives, brings out good in that person and increases that person's like soul strength. So those are just some really interesting insights. And then it ends off with not holding a grudge to love your fellow as yourself. And I think that in most cases, we usually say that, oh, we look over our own faults. So love people like you would do that to yourself. But I actually think our generation, we're so hard on ourselves and we have so much anxiety because we compare ourselves to so many other people that Hasidus has such a cool interpretation of loving your fellow as yourself which is that despite all that you know about yourself, despite that you're so aware of your own failings, the Torah is actually saying you should try and love your fellow. You should try and love yourself like you love somebody else. So same way, like someone that you love, you can look over their crap, learn to start looking over yourself. And these are just, all of these teachings are just beautiful ways that um, we can get out of being stuck and start seeing people, seeing, start liking perhaps the people that we love. So Shabbat Shalom.